this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today, our very special guest is our fellow Rotarian, Ellen Haggerty. And we're going to be talking about a fascinating topic. And it is How One Lives with Hearing Loss. So welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning, Ellen Haggerty. Good morning. Good morning. So what got you interested in what's known as Rotarians for Hearing Loss or the Rotarian Action Group for Hearing Loss? What got you interested in that? Well, Rotary is about service above self. True. And so um, we like to engage Rotarians, which is our theme this year, to do something that is personally meaningful to them. And I was looking at different projects at different international conventions, and I found that um, I was interested in something that was as close as my ears. Right. But you have a personal interest in this. Would you like to share that with our audience? Yeah, I've been hearing um, impaired, or I lost my hearing when I was four years old from an infection, most likely. And um, so uh, I didn't know I lost my hearing when I was four. (laughs) And my (laughs) parents didn't know I lost it either until I was five and I went to kindergarten. And the nursery school teacher, I couldn't hear the stories. And then the kindergarten teachers, I couldn't hear the stories. So because I was sad, they sent me to the nurse. And voila, they realized I had a hearing loss. Isn't that something? And how have you uh, how have you coped with that? Do you wear hearing aids? Absolutely. <laughs> right. And you, you And do what it? do you hear? I mean, how much hear how much ability do you have to hear? Well, I have a, a profound loss on one side. Uh-huh. And because I had an operation when I was 12 that failed after a month, um, I have a, first I had a moderate and then I got recently tested and now it's a severe loss. So I'm getting older uh-huh. <laughs> like Are, everyone aren't else. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose hearing loss is a part of the aging process right. to begin with. So then if you if you already have hearing loss, it just becomes um, more profound the older you get. However, so, I have an advantage to the people who will get hearing loss. I have 61 years of experience of coping. You know, uh-huh. Ellen, uh, and I say I say this with the greatest affection, no one would know that you have a hearing loss unless you volunteer it because um, you're so adept at reading lips. And also, you know, some people who are profoundly deaf, uh, it affects their speech as well. And that's not the case with you. Uh, to what do you attribute that? Well, the fact that I learned speech up to the age of four. Right. So I'm not, I was not hard of hearing prelingual. I was postlingual. So I knew already how to speak. And, and you have all the natural inflections and emotions come through in your voice. Right. So that's, that just, that, that's, that's kind of a fascinating thinking about that, that you learned all that at a younger age and have carried it with you the whole way. And you do read lips really well. And for our listening audience, we reconfigured our seating arrangements in the <laughs> studio because she, Ellen said, I've got to, to look at both of you face on because I need to read your lips. And 
what else were you talking about? Don't hold your papers up in front of your face or I'm going to be in trouble here. Anyway, so we had a whole pre-production little meeting here. Right. And, and I'm... I'm actually I'm so excited we're doing this interview because radio is about the the spoken word and it's it's an intimate media of exchanging information and ideas and um that's that's really right up your alley with what your initiative is with um, Rotarians for Hearing. And for our listening audience, too, you mentioned you had been to some conventions, which I, I'm assuming we're referring to uh, Rotary International conventions, where people, Rotarians all over the world, gather once a year to exchange ideas. And some of the things that happen are that they have action groups, which is another category of of groups of people and agencies that get together to do some good or to help their fellow man. And so recently, this has been approved as an action group, hasn't it, Ellen? Yes, it took a Give, while. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it took a while because um, uh, there used to be another action group called Rotarians for Hearing Regeneration. But what that was about was the uh, research into regenerating the hair cells of the ear. And so um, that was um, just a small focus, but I wanted to make it a broader focus because that's 20, 30 years down the road as far as I'm concerned. But I want to help people in the here and now. Let's talk about that. Alan Haggerty, uh, Rotarian, uh, who was uh, involved with uh, the Rotarian Action Group for Hearing. Let's talk about how hearing loss occurs. Now, you know, those of us who are baby boomers, uh, we, we listen to the rock music too loudly. Mm. Those of us who are on radio, we used headphones all the time. We, in fact, here in the studio, uh, our engineer, Jay Verzi, myself, and Sarah all have our headphones on. Uh, I was in law enforcement for a while, and you know, when you go to the firing range or the practice range, you got that, those pistol retorts, even with the hearing uh, protection at the time, uh, still was pretty People loud. People weren't as aware right. when we were younger doing things like sh- at the target practice where right. you were with, you would not see that now. Everybody has headphones on to protect right. their hearing, so, but not so then. What are the causes, besides those we just talked about, what are, the, are, are some of the causes of hearing loss today that people should be at home should be concerned about? Um, well, their children, if they have um, iPods or um, you know MP3 players on, the parents can't tell how loud the volume is because it's in their ears. Uh-huh. So every once in a while, the parents should pull it out, listen, and if the kid has it on too loud, tell them to turn it down because the kid doesn't realize that it can hurt his ears. Over the course of time. Over the course of time, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And there are certain decibel, the the louder um, something is, the sooner you do damage to the ear. And then there are like charts that show how many minutes it takes to do damage to the ear. Uh (laughs) And um, so... um, Now, is this information you could get through your pediatrician if you're a parent or... Um, through your doctor, through the medical field? Well, sometimes hearing loss is not um, addressed in the same way as sight is, and even especially with um, um, adults. You know, it's funny you should say that. I recently had my annual checkup, and thinking back, he had me look at the eye chart. You know, he, of course, did the scope and all that good stuff. 
but he did ask me nothing about my hearing, and I love my doctor, don't get me wrong, he's a great doctor, and nor did he give me an audio test. I do have audio tests every two years, we'll talk about that in just a second. Do you suggest that people at home insist they go for an audio test every couple of years? Absolutely. Because what happens is, as you get older, you get what you call brain deafness. Brain Uh deafness? What does that mean? Well, as I told you, in order for me to hear, because I have a hearing loss, I have to use, um, I have to look at you. I I do a combination of hearing plus um, looking at you and my brain puts together what I don't hear and what I can't understand with um, what I can see and all kinds of devices, Mm -hmm. you know, all kinds of, it's like putting the pieces to the bustle together. Now, let's talk a little bit about my stage of life. Uh, I'm 63, and my wife claims, of course, that I am hard of hearing, or in her words, I only hear what I want to hear. selective hearing. She complains I have the TV on too loud, and when she puts it down, you know, I said, I can't hear what they're saying. So now we've switched to the the subcaptions that's uh, uh, available on some of these movies. Um, I have trouble hearing in a large crowd, although I don't have any trouble hearing you or Sarah or, or if we're here one-on-one. But if we're in a noisy restaurant, I have to cut my hand to hit my ears. And yet when I go to the audiologist, uh, the ear doctor, the ear, nose, and throat man says, well, you've got some hearing loss in the high end, but a hearing aid won't help you yet. Yet, right. Yeah. So uh, what's that all about? Okay, well, it's the beginning. <laughs> it's the beginning of hearing loss, and you should keep in mind that that can get worse. So there are things you can do, even without a hearing aid, that I do all the time and, and are available all the time to people so that you don't miss out on things. Such as? What, Such what can as. we do? Okay, there are what we call assisted listening devices. Okay. Um, You can go, example, you can go to the Arlington High School, which has an FM system, and they have um, a receiver that you can put on your neck, and you can put headsets on, or you can put earbuds on. Oh, like they have in the Broadway shows. I've used those. Well, that's called uh, infrared system. Right, yeah, yeah. But then FM systems out there that is a different system, and then they're also hearing loops. And Ellen, what is a hearing loop? Well, a hearing loop, there are different types of hearing loops. You can have one around your neck. You can have uh, one around a room. Uh, You could have just sit on a loop and then have it to the TV. Basically what it is is there is a transmitter and um, there is a microphone and there's a receiver. The receiver can be either a headset like what you have, or it can be a a telecoil on a hearing aid that you switch to, um, or it can be an earbud. And you know, we're going to find out more about that and other uh, cures to hearing loss in just a minute. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary, on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell. And our very special guest is Rotarian Ellen Haggerty, talking to us about the Rotarians for Hearing Action Group. And Sarah, who keeps us loud and clear every week on Radio Rotary. Well, Jonah, this week Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of East Fishkill, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Millbrook, Nanuet, Newburgh, and New Paltz, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch 
never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. Now we're on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org. Welcome back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. And today, we're speaking to a fellow Rotarian, Ellen Haggerty, and she's talking about hearing loss in general. She's talking about um, how she has lived with it most of her life and what she does to become, to has become this incredibly articulate and... Um, interesting person and we're learning a lot and she is also talking about her action group which she helped start through Rotary which are Rotarians for Hearing Loss which is helping the hearing impaired. And good morning Ellen welcome back to Radio Rotary. Ellen there must be websites out there for people who are concerned about their own hearing loss or who want to help a loved one who they think might uh, have hearing impairment. Uh, can you share some of those websites with us? Sure. Um, one of them is um, www.rotariansforhearingrag.org. And RAG, and, RAG is R-A-G at the yes. end. Okay. And, um, or www.ifrahl.org, which stands for International Fellowship of Rotarians Affected by Hearing Loss. Um, there are links on that our website to all kinds of um, uh, hearing loss um, opportunities about learning about hearing loss. Uh, one of them is www.hearingloss.org. 
or uh, www.hearingloop.org. So there's a lot of information out there that people can access via the internet. Let me just read some statistics that um, you were sharing with us earlier. The average adult takes seven years approximately to admit that there is a hearing loss and to seek treatment. Only 16% of physicians routinely screen for hearing loss. I wonder if they also routinely screen for speech problems <laughs> by <laughs> professional radio hosts, but that's another topic. Um, 15 million people in the U.S. with hearing loss avoid seeking help. Approximately 12% of the U.S. population or 38 million Americans have significant hearing loss. So this is not this is not just about what people may think in developing countries, because a lot of attention is given to things um, like loss of eyesight, hearing loss, those type of things, which can be a symptom or a result of poor prenatal care and and poor and living conditions and, and disease and infection. Etc. But th- this, we're talking. These stats come from this country. Only 10 million hearing aids are made every year because they're unaffordable. Absolutely. So what's, what's Let's Rotary, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. What's Rotary doing about this this tremendously increasing problem of hearing loss and the inability around the world of giving people hearing aids? Well, one of the things we're trying to do is to um, promote solar ear uh, hearing aids or solar-powered hearing aids, especially where they don't have um, electricity. Uh, Yeah, definitely. And um, you can get an analog hearing aid, which would cost me maybe $1,000, $1,300 for um, maybe $200 or $150. And then you and includes the solar charger and the um, two solar uh, charging batteries, you know, rechargeable batteries. Uh Um, And that can last two years. The batteries will last two years, or you can get um, a digital, which would cost me twenty five hundred dollars for a digital. I could get for maybe um, two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars. You know, my late father in law uh, had hearing aids in both ears, and he hated wearing them. He said they were annoying, they were uncomfortable, and he would constantly be uh, after my wife, uh, my sister in law, and my mother in law saying. I have no problem understanding, Jonah. You guys mumble. You have to speak up. What he didn't realize was having a theater background, when I spoke to him, when I saw he didn't have his hearing aids in, I was projecting as if I was talking to the you know, last row on the balcony. Um, <laughs> what about you know, the reluctance to use hearing aids? Uh, what's that all about? And what's the difference today between audio and digital hearing aids? Um, actually, it's analog. Analog, okay. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and Well, just like there's an analog phone and a digital phone, do I understand totally? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's but technology. I just know for my profound loss side, uh-huh. I need an analog, and they're slowly becoming unavailable. And um, then, uh, because they can't make as much money as they can on a digital, and digital costs a lot more money. Um, I think that's one of the reasons I may be prejudiced. And what what about people that are just reluctant because of vanity or they just don't like something far in their ear, uh, being unwilling to use uh, hearing aids? Well, the main problem is people associate hearing aids with old age. 
but I've never associated with old age because I had it when I was four. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a gift. And a lot of people who are younger who get hearing aids who can't hear or slowly, late deafened people slowly lose their, lose their hearing and they, they lose their ability to socialize, to be a part of a, a family network or um, friends and, and they completely withdraw. They're delighted to get a hearing aid. So we need to change that concept of what, um, of hearing aids being, you know, everybody now, more and more people have things in their ears. I right. mean, I had more and more company of, uh, like, headphones, you know, not headphones, but earbuds. Earbuds, yeah. Buds, and yeah. the phones in their ears. Years ago, I was the only one who had anything in their yeah. ears. <laughs> now, so it's very popular. Ellen Haggerty, uh, Rotarian, uh, for Rotarians of uh, Hearing uh, Action Group. How often do you recommend that people get their hearing checked? Well, every time you have a uh, physical, you should ask to have your hearing checked. If you have, especially if you suspect, and not no, not necessarily you, but if your your spouse uh, suspects or your children suspect, you have a problem. And uh, let's talk a little bit about yourself. You're a Rotarian. What club do you belong to? Pleasant Valley Rotary Club. And when do they meet? On Tuesday night at uh, six thirty. Whereabouts? Six o'clock. Uh, whereabouts? At. Um, it's in, well, it's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing our venue. All right. I'm not sure yet. Okay. okay. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> but it should be on the website right. at some and in point. Fact, if, uh, if the folks at home are interested in learning more about Rotary and perhaps uh, meeting wonderful people like Ellen Haggerty, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, type in your hometown to find out where your local Rotary Club meets. Join us for the fun, the food, and the fellowship. Our guest this morning on Radio Rotary is Ellen Haggerty, and she is uh, part of Rotarian's uh, Action Group for uh, Hearing Improvement. And um, Ellen, some advice for people out there if they want to avoid hearing loss, what shouldn't they be doing? Um, they shouldn't be going to loud musical concerts and um, uh, where they blast the hearing, and they uh, shouldn't be turning up their iPods too too loud, and uh, uh, they shouldn't be avoiding the fact that they have a hearing problem because it's just going to get worse and harder as you age. Good advice. Good advice, Ellen. Uh, one we have just about a minute left. Um, you know. For people who may be too vain to admit it, you've lived with hearing loss your entire life. Uh, just person to person, tell people that, you know, why it's not that big a deal to make sure that you don't isolate yourself from your friends and family by not being able to hear all the wonderful things that are happening around the world. Well, I used to be my own worst enemy. And I used to, as a child, didn't want to admit anything. And finally, I went to college, and nobody protected me. And the only way to survive was to say, I am hard of hearing, which was very difficult for me to do. But over the years, my husband would insist, or I'd be in big trouble, <laughs> unless I admitted. And then you have to also constantly remind people what they need to do to make your life easier, because it's not fair to them or you that you can't hear them. They're, they're working hard to communicate with you, and if you can't hear them, you're cheating them as well as yourself. Rotarian, Rotarian Ellen Haggerty, thank you so much for everything you do to assure good hearing around the world, and thank you for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you. And tell us, 
Miss Sarah O'Connell, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, this week Radio Rotary is brought to us by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs, and the Rotary Clubs of Patterson, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, and Wallkill East. For the entire Radio Rotary team, our producer, Betty Renner, our engineer, Jay Verzi, and my co-host, Sarah O'Connell, thank you for tuning in and be sure to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org. <laughs>